Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and today I have with me Katie. I launched What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service they're doing in their communities. We encourage youth like Katie, who are making a change to improve the world, to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Katie is from the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. She is 16 and extremely passionate about teen mental health because she has seen far too many of her peers struggle through various mental health challenges with nothing to really help them in the digital world. She knew there needed to be a change and started developing her app, Teen Ease, which has various relaxation techniques that are clinically proven to be effective coping strategies for teens. The app is completely free and approved by several mental health professionals. And a quick shout out to anyone listening from Chicago. It's such a beautiful city. All right, Katie, ready to get started? Yeah. Um, Hi, guys. Um, I'm Katie. As Alicia said, I'm 16 and from suburbs of Chicago. I'm going to be an incoming junior and I'm the, I'm a competitive, I've been a competitive swimmer for eight years and I'm the founder of an app called Teen Ease and I'm really passionate about my cause. And we're so glad you're able to be on our podcast with us today, Katie. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your background and what really got you into mental health awareness? Yeah, so I think it's first and foremost a really overlooked topic. And um, I've seen, like, I've struggled myself with mental challenges in the past, and I've seen a ton of my peers struggle as well. So I just really wanted something, like, to create something and to just be an advocate for this cause that's, um, you know, really important to me and really important to my friends. Um, One of the biggest, like, alarming factors, alarming things that I saw was that suicide is one of the top five leading causes of death in teens. So I, that's when I really knew, like, there needed to be a change in this, um, like, field as a whole of adolescent mental health. And, um, I really saw that not there weren't any apps on the market that helped me or my peers. So, um, and there there's absolutely nothing that caters just towards teens specifically. So this is actually the first of its kind, and I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that you mention um, the suicide statistic actually, because I'm a victim of cyberbullying or was, and when doing research to try to prevent other youth from incidents of bullying and cyberbullying in specific we ran across that exact same statistic where in 2020, because everyone's on social media, mental health um, issues are so much more prevalent amongst teens. And it's definitely something that we need to take a stand to right now. So amazing job that you're creating something digital to help with this this issue. Yeah, for sure. I think there's just so much toxicity that a lot of teens encounter since they're on their phones all the time. I know there's there's so much going on in social media all the time. And I just, like, I really wanted to bring something positive to their devices um, because I feel like there's not enough of it out there regarding mental health. Yeah, definitely. One of the other biggest things that I, um, why I was really into teen mental health because is, is the fact that a lot of people are really scared to ask for help or just don't know where to go to, to get the help that they need for their, any mental challenges they may be facing. So there's actually, you'll see later, there's a few features implemented to combat that um, stigma specifically and make it a lot easier for people to ask for help. Yeah, and on that note, Katie, why don't you tell us why you wanted to spread awareness specifically for mental health 
in adolescence and teens? Yeah, so, um, you know, like I said before, there aren't any apps that are specifically catered towards teens. And I saw that in my experience using various mental health apps, I've downloaded probably like, I downloaded several apps, probably like 10, 20 at this point, just like trying to find something that works for me, works for my friends. Um, and there was just nothing that I really, like that really clicked with me. Um, it was either too complicated, too adult-like, or I know there was a couple apps that even have a section just for kids, but that has cartoons and, you know, toddler, toddler, like, buttons and just, like, crazy children's book designs, um, and I just don't think that's, that's not part of the, the teen, like, the demographic that I'm in, which is yeah. teens, obviously, um, and yeah, I just really thought there needed to be something for teens specifically because it doesn't exist currently. Yeah, definitely. And who better to actually design an app for our demographic than a teen itself, right? Um, yeah. But for all of our other techies out there and anyone else interested in mental health, um, Katie, can you explain to us how you actually started developing your app? And can you walk us through some of the steps in developing an app? Yeah, of course. So some first you have to find something that you're really passionate about to spend many, many hours on because it's really not easy making an app or even any organization um, for that matter. So that's what I did first. And I picked Adolescent Mental Health because it was something that I dealt with in the past. And I've seen far too many of my friends fall um, into very deep like mental challenges. And I just really, really wanted to help them with that. So that's where like the basis of my app came from. Um, yeah, so second, I think research is super, super important. Um, I, I spent like weeks researching and just going on basically every online resource that there was on teen mental health. And something that I found really interesting was that there really was not many studies um, made for specifically teens. So I took the the results, I took my, the coping skills that helped me a lot, and I took my friends' um, opinions on it, and just people that have dealt with mental health challenges in the past, and that's where I, like, my ideas came from for the most part. Um, the third step is design. So I, I probably had like 10 different drafts of my different designs. We had to change the color scheme like three times. I wanted it to be simple, playful, and calming, obviously, and just something for teens to go to to relax. And I didn't want it to be overwhelming. And I just wanted um, something really straightforward that would be really easily accessible to a lot of people. Um, yeah, so... The next step that I did was actually talk to professionals um, in this field. So people that actually work with teens on a day-to-day -day basis in their job and dealing with their various mental health challenges. So um, I talked to people in the private, private therapy. I talked to people that have worked in higher levels of care, such as like res residential and hospital treatments. Um, and then I talked to some school psychologists as well. So I really got so much perspective on um, like what, what people with mental health challenges in this age group really need from, and I heard that from the actual professionals, which was really, really cool for me to experience and just to meet all these cool, like cool new people, cool um, people that like I may intern for, may do research with, so really inspirational people. 
um, through talking yeah. and interviewing people. Um, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think obviously the best products come from experience, right? So not only doing the research, but being able to empathize with people with mental health conditions, that's going to be the best way for you to actually delve into how to pro produce an app that's most functional. Exactly. Yeah. And then obviously the last part is the, the part that I dreaded the most, which was all the coding that I have to do. Um, I was actually not familiar with the coding language that's used for iOS apps before, but um, I had to basically learn and master and utilize everything in the um, in this new coding language. It's called Swift, actually. Um, and my brother was a really big help with that. He taught me a few of the basics of so the Swift coding language, and that was really helpful. Um, but yeah, it's it's a slippery slope. Like there were so many bugs and so much that I just, we just had to learn on our own and um, like persevere through it. And I haven't taken any class on like Swift in particular. I took some coding classes before, but nothing on this specific coding language, which was, it was really like nerve wracking to start something completely new. And um, yeah, it was really scary at first, but we got through it. But I honestly think that just goes to show that you don't need to have all the answers ahead of time. You don't even need to have all the skill set ahead of time. You really just need to have a passion for what you're doing and what you believe in and then just roll with that passion and keep working hard towards it, just like you did, Katie. Um, and I mentioned this to the people I've worked with before, but Katie actually spoke with me in the very beginning of when this podcast was going on. I think both you and me were in the start of our what has now become our summer careers, right? Um, you exactly. Developed the app. I just started this podcast, and we were both both really new to this. Um, but amazing things have produced this summer, and I'm so glad that we're getting an app for teens that actually addresses this issue. What are some of the theories about the apps um, in relation to those clinical trials? Yeah. So um, the main theory that I'm following is called dialectical behavioral therapy, also known as DBT. And it's one of the two most common ther um, therapy theories, I guess, um, in the world of mental health, not only in teens, but throughout all ages. And it actually is used to change thinking patterns and pushes for positive behavioral changes. And one of the main points is actually mindfulness, which is what the whole app is built on. I think it's really important to just take a few minutes to be mindful every day, even if you're not struggling with um, any like anxiety or any stress. I just think it's really important to check in with yourself. Take a few minutes once a day, once a week, um, a few times a week, whatever you feel is necessary. Um, and like these features are, there's, like there, I found that through my experience, like I know many years ago, my therapist actually gave me and um, this idea because she told me like you um, create a safe space in your mind. That's exactly what she called it. And that's where I came up with the name. So she actually told me to um, like get um, an image in my head of a place that makes me feel really calm and I love rain so that's why I actually picked that as my demo today and that's where I would go um, when I was like in a state of panic or just really stressed in a moment so and using like the safe space selection and where it actually leads you to is 
Um, it uses your five senses to ground yourself in a, a situation of panic and brings you back to reality and out of your thoughts. And that's actually a really popular technique used by a lot of therapists because it brings you back to like the present moment and allows you to deal with your panic and emotions in the moment. Katie, you sound like a researcher already. Um, and oh. I've done yeah. the research for this app and I think that's amazing and, and has so much potential to help everyone out there. I actually started a 21 day meditation and oh. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> but I thought I might as well give it a shot, try meditating for 21 days. Um, unfortunately, I think my biggest problem was I couldn't keep up with it every single day, but definitely having an app that will allow me to go in at my own time, like when I'm feeling that state of hesitation, um, would be super helpful. So where can others get involved with your app and where can they find it? Yeah, um, before, I, before I start with that question, I just wanted to finish up a little bit about um, the breathing graphic because I didn't get to talk too much about that. So, um, like I said, that was one of the main features, like one of the core features of my entire app. And that's actually what I wanted the app to just be like just that at the beginning, because actually one of my teammates gave me this idea um, a long time ago. Um, so it was, I'll just... A little story time right here. So um, we were at a really a really important meet at the end of the at, at the end of swim season. As I said, I'm a competitive swimmer, and um, she actually had an asthma attack during one of her races, and she was just panicking during the race. And she got out, and she was like hyperventilating, and um, I just didn't know what to do. And at the time, I actually used the Calm app, and which is another mental health app. I don't know if any of the viewers have heard of it, but um, there's a feature on there where it's just a breathing circle and it just inhale, hold, exhale. And that's all it was. And it's, it's kind of tucked away in, in the Calm app. So um, took a few clicks to get there, but then I finally got it out and I let her use it. And I was just like, just look at the circle, you breathe in, hold, breathe out. You know, she looked at it for a few minutes and she calmed down almost immediately. So um, that's like, that was just like the click in my head that I was like, I need to make something like this. This is too small of a feature on the Calm app. And I just, I need to make it more customizable. Like this is just opening up a whole new world of possibilities. Um, yeah, and it, like, studies, many, many studies show that breathing deeply stimulates the lymphatic system, decreases heart rate, aids in decision-making, and eases anxiety and panic symptoms. So, actually, it's really, really effective for reducing anxiety, or if you're ever in, like, a panic state, or as Alicia said, like, a state of hesitation, um, that's really, really helpful. That's amazing. And yeah, definitely tell us where you can then find this app because I'm sure a lot of people are interested in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so actually going back to your question about how can others get involved with the app, um, I think first and foremost, download the app as soon as it's out, which is going to be, it's going to be just on the um, iPhone app store at the moment. Another thing is just keep up with my social media and email me if you have any questions. That's an, like a few ways that you can get involved. Download the app, recommend it to others, um, like post about it, spread the word. Um, and one other thing that I really wanted to mention for how people can help is 
check in on your friends and make sure they're okay. Because if you see someone struggling, the whole point of the whole point of my like why I'm doing this, why I am so passionate about this cause is that I really want people to feel that it's okay to ask for help. And I think that if you be the bigger person and reach out to anyone that you see struggling and even if people aren't struggling, you know, just reach out, say, I'm here for you and actually be there for them and offer your, like, your advice and just your help with whatever they need. And I think that's really important for um, making an impact in this cause. And I think that's really important um, just to check in on your friends, see how they're doing. And I think you mentioned this, but there's stigma, right? That shouldn't be there around especially teen mental health, I think everyone tries to act strong um, and that's fine, but it's also okay to know when you're falling and to reach out for that help. And I'm so glad that we actually have people like Katie who are willing to put an app out there to say, hey, recognize that it's okay to be down. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel sad. Um, and then have let the app be that first step to getting help, right? Especially with that resource page and um, reach out to the people um, that are there and willing to spend time to help you get better. And there's nothing wrong with feeling like that. So I will be also attaching Katie's email and company Instagram to the chat. So in case anyone has further questions about the app, feel free to reach out. Um, Katie, we will be posting our, your app um, on our What Cause Inspires You and Humanity Rising pages. This is honestly a great cause that you've been working towards and we want as many people downloading the app as possible. But one last question to finish off tonight. Um, what's the future of your app and your cause towards mental health? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm kind of an overly ambitious person. That's just like who I am by nature. So I'm always looking for the next thing, the next update to push. Um, so there will be many new features in the future. I don't know when it'll be with programming. It's really, really hard to give like a date or um, a series of, weeks where it'll be out but um, something that I've really liked I really want to include and is the actually a color wheel of emotions so I noticed that other apps use a check-in system where they just ask like how are you feeling today but what I didn't like about that is that there's only nine to maybe 12 emotions there and emotions are much more complicated than that and so I really wanted a color wheel of emotions um, I don't have a picture with me right now, but it's basically just a color wheel and there's, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 emotions. Um, and they go much deeper than just happy, sad, mad. And which I really think is super important to fully just check in with yourself. So I think that's really important. And a new feature that we're working towards. Another thing is grounding notifications. Cause I know some people just have apps in their phone that they don't use. I, I wanted to include a, like a notification maybe once a week, like take a few mindful moments and like breathe deeply with our app. And then obviously like with any um, development, like further development of an app, I want like the resource page, the safe space selection, breathing graphics to be like much more customizable while still maintaining the core element of simplicity. So I still, I, I, I still want it to be simple and easily accessible, but I want um, there to be as much cost, customizability as possible um, while still maintaining that. Thanks so much, Katie. Um, and before we completely close it off for today, 
I'm actually going to do something with our audience that we did in my religion class when I was in high school. So if any, everyone can join in with me and just make sure your feet are planted on the ground fully and hands in your lap and breathe in and breathe out. Thank you so much, Katie, for sharing. Um, and I know personally being a teenager in this time where social media is taking over, there aren't many apps out there to address mental health issues. So the work you're doing is inspiring to all of us. Be sure to also follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts, and events. You can go to www.humanityrising.org and submit to our weekly email newsletter where you will get updates on all of our speakers, including Katie and her app. Lots of comments coming in for you, Katie, saying thank you for all the work you are doing and trying to make a difference. Um, and thank you on behalf of What Cause Inspires You as well for being able to share this amazing thing with us. Uh, thank you so much. Like, thank you for having me. Honestly, I just want to thank all of the people on here and just everyone that has supported me through this journey. Of course, Alicia and the Humanity Rising team um, have, have all been super accommodating, super helpful um, in, in making my presence here today possible. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Thank you everyone for listening and we hope to see you again in next week's podcast.